Welcome to the vault where you can find the code to unlock your success. In this space, I invite real, inspiring and successful experts. We have eye-opening conversations about the way to reach your highest potential in life and in business. We will cover the mastery of mindset, energy, emotions, transformation, sales, marketing, thriving in business without losing your authenticity and balance. Hi, I'm Sonia Martinovic and host of The Vault, an entrepreneur, mindset mastery and online business coach with an obsession on real transformation. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs and other influencers master the mindset and build a successful and impactful business. Do you want to break free from your limitations and express your truest self in business and in life? Is growth your game and success your aim? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the vault. Let's start cracking your code. All right, guys. So this week we are leveling up and you are in for a treat because this episode is going to be on fire. And why? Because my guest is Randy Garn. He's a New York Times bestselling author, a passionate entrepreneur and a managing partner at High Performance Institute. So if you don't know that, that is led by Brenda Bouchard. You must know him and you need to get to know Randy Garn if you don't. His favorite thing in the world is growing companies and people. As a partner at Tamarack, his focus is to help build and grow durable and purposeful companies. He's worked closely with some of the world's most recognized CEOs, companies, thought leaders, and experts. Randy has been awarded Entrepreneur of the Year by Ernst & Young and Top 40 Under 40 Entrepreneur. But I think the biggest achievement is that he has done this and he has six children, so four girls and two boys, and that is success and fulfillment. I'm so excited. Today, we are going to talk about high-performance habits. This is a must-listen to. Welcome, Randy. Tony, it's so great to be here on The Vault, and it is so fun to get to know you a little bit before we started this interview. It is amazing what you're doing, and I know, you know a lot of your listeners, you know, your story is so impactful and so powerful, but I think all of us have that story inside of us. And it's like, how do we want to be our very best self and live every day to the very, very, very best? Yes, absolutely. So oh, thank you so much. As I said, I'm so honored because I know you are a people who loves people and actually attaches a lot to relationships. And I think that is very important also in business, not only in business, but in life, right? So when we talk about high performance habits, and uh, I must tell you, Randy, I have done the assessment a couple of years ago. So we will mention this later on okay. But the assessment. And I really thought I am a high performer, right? But I noticed that I was maybe a little bit more of a high achiever than a high performer, right? So please tell people, what is the difference between a high achiever and a high performer? You know, high achievers get a lot done. They accomplish a lot during the day. But just because we can do something doesn't mean we should. And I think yeah. high performance really is, when we talk about high performance, it really comes down to making sure that you do hard tasks over and over long periods of times and accomplish great things while maintaining relationships, while maintaining positive relationships. And so a lot of times in our life, we think that high performance is all about just accomplishing 
you know, profitability or building a massive company or, you know, having the home and the cars and all that that you want. If you knew, you know, Brendan and I and some of the things that we do, like we are all about content. We're all about changing lives. We're all about our relationships because in the end, those are the most, most important. So high performance is yes, it's all about achieving all of the things that you desire while maintaining positive relationships. Yes, yes, that's amazing. And I know there has been so much research into high performance. I mean, I think 13 million or something is invested to really get this amazing book and program out and the institute out. So what I love about high performance, right? So there are a couple of steps which lead to high performance. Could you clarify the steps? Because I have some questions for you. (laughs) So when we talk about high performance, it's about uh, seeking clarity, right? That's Mm -hmm. the first step. Yeah. Why is it important that people need clarity in order to be a high performer? So seeking clarity is, it really is, it's the most important thing. It's like really that, and it's a habit. You have to get in the habit of seeking clarity. You have to get in the habit of knowing where you're going. My dad always said that if you don't have your own goals, someone else will use you for theirs. And so if you don't know where you're going as a leader, neither do, neither do any of the people you're leading. Exactly. I want you to think about that. Like if you are managing people, if you're even managing yourself and your family, if you, do, if you don't have a very clear goal on what you're doing today, what you're doing for your life, what things you want to accomplish, you're never going to be that high performing individual you want to be. So number one is seeking personal clarity on what you want to accomplish in your life. And so for me, journaling is a big part. And I know for Brendan too, like journaling is a massive part of my overall performance and my overall success and my overall accomplishments. I mean, it's funny. I wrote down a pretty big goal in 2020 at the first of 2020 you know, when coronavirus hits and everything else. And I kept thinking to myself, I don't know how I'm going to hit this. And then I literally, I reviewed my goals just a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I almost, I hit every single one of these goals I wanted to accomplish. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. I know. (laughs) It's just amazing what it does when you actually write those goals down, you look at them every single day, like you can accomplish hard, really big things. If you stay on task, And if you know where you're going, a lot of people don't take the time to seek clarity in their lives. Yeah, because there is a lot of distraction going on and clarity is so important because without clarity, you don't have focus, right? So, and that leads me to one of the other points is productivity, right? So if you don't have the clarity, you don't have to focus, it's very hard to be productive. So what else can be said about productivity? Yeah, but I I think it actually comes down to to that, that seeking clarity. And there's, there's some of the, the six habits and you mentioned it a little bit. This has been one of the largest studies ever done, the University of Pennsylvania and UC Berkeley and, and what we, what uh, UC uh, Santa Barbara. Um, we have spent so much time interviewing thousands and thousands of people, also doing research of all of our students. Um, organizing what are the six habits that are most effective in your life and the most high-performing habits. So 
you have to think about habits. There are good habits, there are bad habits, but then there's great habits, but then there's high performing habits. Yeah. <laughs> and so what are the what are those six? And you know, the first one we already talked a little bit about was seeking clarity. When you have clarity and when you know where you're going, then the next habit is to generate energy. Yes. Why do you think that one's so important, Sonia? Yeah, for me, it's so, when I have great energy, I'm super productive, right? I'm aligned. So I, I'm into the law of attraction and everything. So I believe in energy. And uh, when I have great energy, I actually can influence other people too with what I'm saying or doing. And I'm super productive. So energy is so important. Health is so important. Yeah. And I think that people don't understand that having good energy is a habit. Yeah. Like being happy is a habit. It's hard work also. <laughs> it is. Like having joy in your heart is a habit. It's a habit. Yes. And so that is when you seek clarity, when you know where you're going, when you know what you're doing, when others know what you're doing and how to follow you and what you need, then you have better energy. Does that make sense? When, when you don't know where you're going, when you're wasting your time, you're just like, ah, oh, what am I going to do? And then you're scrolling through Instagram or you're, you know, reading a book that you probably might not, is not improving your life or you're yeah. watching TV. I don't even know. I mean, I haven't even, I haven't watched TV for years. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's like, I have my habits down for what I want to accomplish and my energy is super high. So I know exactly what I'm doing. Yes. And so generating energy, when you know where you're going, your energy is super high. And a lot of times people don't have a time management issue. They have an energy issue. Yes. Yes. Yes, I agree. And, and definitely when you look at energy, it's not only physical energy, right? It's energy of your why, of your mission, of people you interact with. Energy is uh, available at so many places and mm -hmm. uh, needs to be raised in so many places, right? Also in yourself and in your inner management. That brings me to, for me, one of the most interesting points of uh, high performance, and that is raising necessity. And this is such a big thing also for our listeners, because a lot of people think, I'm not good enough. I'm not, it's not important enough what I have to say. People who are successful are super special. I'm not part of that. And I really, really want to hone into this one because raising necessity is actually could be a trigger to any of these high performance habits. Yeah. And if you think about, you know, it's, it's seek clarity, generate energy, increase productivity, and then, and then raise necessity. And when you raise necessity, it's kind of like one of those things is you really are committed. And raising necessity for yourself yeah. is so important to just be like, okay, I'm going to maximize every single day of my life. And I'll tell you a little bit about raising necessity. I, I signed up for the Kona Half Ironman a yeah. couple of years ago. <laughs> and I've never ran an Ironman before. Um, never ran a marathon before. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I have done, I have done some triathlons and I love road biking. It's one of the things where I seek clarity is when I get in the saddle and just, just ride my, ride my bike. You know, we've got some beautiful trails here. Yeah. And last year, two years ago, when I was, when I was training for the, the Kona half Ironman, I was riding my bike and I'm like, I'm with a group of CEOs 
And they asked me at one lunch, they said, hey, we're going to do the Kona Half Ironman. You should do it with us. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I need to get in the best shape of my life. I got to raise my necessity. Yeah. So I committed to that. Right. And I'm like, what things in your life are you really pushing yourself to do? What things in your life are you in? And that came up like it was July 24th. We were going, we're going to Hawaii. There was nothing I could do. You know, I had to make sure that I was prepped. Made a commitment, right? Yes. Yeah. And it was, it was a super hot day, but you know what? That's how I raised my necessity is I pick huge, I pick really, really good goals. And then I journal every single night. And I'm going to tell you what has really helped me with all increased productivity, energy. One of the key things, clarity. One of the key things that's helped me raise necessity and is to journal every night and be like, did I do what I say? Did I do what I said I was going to do tonight? Yeah. So important. Yeah. It's like bookending your day, seeing where you're at and measuring your progress. Right. So, and I love journaling anyway, you know, it's just like an escape of your mind to your hand and uh, you can leave it on the paper and see what uh, comes from that. Right. What's created yeah. from that. Can you tell me a little bit more about what, what your why is and who actually was your role model and what got you so successful? It's really interesting because like, what is, what is my why? Um, my why is, you know, everybody calls me Coach Garn. <laughs> I love <And> that. <laughs> your father co was called Coach Garn too, right? Yeah. Or not? Yeah. That's amazing. He was, he was, he was, uh, he was an amazing man. I mean, he is an amazing man. He's still going strong and, and, uh, I love him, but my, my whole thing in my life, what I found brings me the most joy is when I can help others accomplish great things. Mm -hmm. And that, that has become my why it's, it's not about me. I want to be the best human and best person I can be so I can help others. Yes. Like, but then I found that in the helping of others, learning about habits, learning about life, learning about how they can achieve more and do more. And I can help hold them accountable and give them more ideas and thoughts because I've been through a ton. I, and anybody that knows me knows that I live every single day to the fullest and I do what I, I, I do what I can and I put my head down at night and I'm good. So right. that's one, <laughs> one of the things that is my why is I've really found that if I can help a CEO or if I can help a huge company put these habits into practice, and watch them excel and grow. That is what I love more than anything, Sonia. It's yes. just so satisfying. We have one company that's grown from when we started working with them over 300% and, and has now acquired a company. You know, and they said, this has completely changed our culture. Our culture is now high performance. Our whole entire company lives differently. Yes. Right. You see them becoming the person that they want to be. And that's so satisfying. That's like amazing. That's really good. Okay, so I know you were parents of six children and you did this all while having children and I have two little kids of my own too. So I'm guessing there are some parentpreneurs amongst our listeners. So sometimes it gets crazy, Randy. <laughs> it gets really crazy and overwhelming to try and be the best at everything, right? So what would your advice be? Because you're doing it, right? And you, you have six of them, so I have nothing to say. <laughs> I just, I'm just listening. I'll give you some high, want me to give you some, because for me, business and personal is all one round. 
You know, I really can't separate them. I try to include my kids in what I'm doing in work. Um, but I will tell you, one of the biggest things that I do is for me, my family is one of my top priorities. Because I really, I mean, habits are so important. Like I could grow businesses and companies and all that. But if my home is in an order and when I go home, I'm not happy. And yeah. when I am at home, my relationships aren't good with my kids. We don't, I don't believe that's high performance. No. I mean, that may be in the world hyper, you know, success and achievement worldly. But for me, part of my joy is the love that me and my wife have. Yeah. And the, the, also the fun that we do with our kids. So every Saturday, and I'm, this is what I do. So I hope this is helpful for the readers. When I get home, I put my phone down and I focus on my family. Yeah. A Saturday is my uh, day off too. <laughs> and then Saturday, is, yeah. is Saturday is adventure day. So oh, we're either going hiking or we're going to go do fishing or we're going to do an activity, whether it's skiing or throwing the football or swimming. I'm going to spend that time with my family. And I have, I have those blocks of time that they know and they help prepare. And so, you know, really Saturdays and Sundays are massive family days for me. Yeah. And then I try to include my kids in my work. Like if I have a dinner, I'll invite my 17 year old daughter to go to it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> or, you know, I'll take my kids on a, on a trip. Oh, that's amazing. My kids are still little, but that's such a good example to take your kids on your journey, right? Then we get to courage, right? So courage is amazing because courage actually makes you break through to the next level. So I, I know courage is important to you. Can you tell something that you needed a lot of courage for and it brought you so much? Courage is a really interesting habit. You know, courage, people are like, is that a habit? Yes. To be courageous is a habit. It is being scared, but going anyways. And it's, it's, that is part of the joy because high performance, it feels like joy. It feels like confidence. It feels like, you know, just an overwhelming sense of achievement. It feels like courage. That's high performance is courage. High performance is about like taking those calculated risks of greatness. And so courage is, it's the last habit, but it's like such a foundational habit to have because you do. Some people need to get up in the morning and have courage to get up in the morning because they've got huge, heavy stuff to do. But, but it is, it's a really, really good example. And for me, a good example of that, you know, that Brendan shares sometimes too, is think about, who you need to fight for. Mm. Think about who's the most important person in your life. You need to fight for yourself. You need to fight for your family. You need to fight for your business partner. Yeah. And you need to be able to show up. And I think about, you know, if I were in a cage with a lion, let's say that I'm, I'm in a cage with a lion and I've got a chair and I've got a whip and I'm like, yeah, yeah, get back. <laughs> do I have to have courage to do that, Sonia? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and then just think if the camera panned around and I'm going strong at that line, I've got a chair and a whip and I panned around and there were my six kids and my wife behind me. Oh my God, that changes the picture completely, right? But that's, 
That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the level of courage you need to think about. Yeah. When you're fighting for more than just yourself, yeah. your level of courage will go up. Yeah. That's just all about changing perspectives, <clears throat> right? So, yeah. so I know, for example, a, a woman is not capable of lifting a car, but if her child is under a car, she's capable of lifting a car. So it's all about perspective. And I loved, loved, loved the example you gave, because if you would have to protect your family and actually their well-being, there is nothing you can cannot do, right? So it's so important to uh, have your values on stack too, right? Instead of only like thriving for business and the next achievement and instant gratification. So true. When I did the Kona Half Ironman, I did it for my nephew that had passed away. And for me, it's like when I wanted to give up, I kept thinking of him, you know? And so- Oh my gosh, I'm getting goosebumps, Randy. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I know that that, that happens, but it's like, well, you will have greater courage when you do it for more than just yourself, mm. when you do it for a greater good, when you do it for, you know, your family, your friends, your society. And, and I mean, you, you get to a different realm of courage when you're able to do that. What are you fighting for in your life? That helps you to be high performing when you're clear on your goals and you have courage. I mean, like I am going to do everything I can in my life to hit that. That's the point you need to get to. Yeah, exactly. That that is so so wise what you just said. And I know a lot of high achievers have a good chance of being a high performer, but could anybody be a high performer? I mean, if someone never even heard about high performance but has some kind of ambition, can they be a high performer? You know, we are all we're all uniquely designed. I really truly believe that that yeah. I believe that God has all designed us uniquely to accomplish whatever mission it is that we're supposed to accomplish. So every single person can be a high achiever at what they want to do and what they want to create. So yes, it can be taught. Any habit can be taught. Any habit can be learned. You know, your, your thoughts become your actions, your actions become your habits, your habits become your character. And that's what you become your, your entire life. Yeah, exactly. And so don't, I'm, I'm saying everybody, all your listeners right now, I'm telling every single listener, get the High Performing Habits book. Definitely. Put the six habits into practice. <laughs> Make sure that you go and do the assessment. There's a really, really amazing assessment that, uh, that Brendan has created, and it's really it's 36 questions, and it's going to help you know where do I stand, where am I up against the other... Um, high performers. What do I need to work on according to all of the research that we've done? And you'll actually get your own score and be like, okay, I do need to work on raising necessity. Yeah. I do need to work on clarity. I'm not as clear as I need to be in my life. Yeah. And so I would suggest that if anybody wants to learn to be a high achiever, um, we've got kind of a really good, like the Holy Grail of high achievement that we've put together here. And it's so these if you will implement these six habits into your life, I can guarantee you a greater success, a greater, um, a greater amount of joy, a greater amount of fulfillment. You'll actually learn to have better relationships as well if you implement these habits too. 
Yeah, I, I loved one of the habits is just like, I call it the bridge. So release tension, set intention, right? So sometimes it gets crazy and then you take the energy of your previous task into your next task and actually don't give it your all, right? So release, uh, that's about generating energy. I think it's that part and release the tension you have around anything that is bothering you to set your intention for your next task. So you show up with your full energy and the best you can be and the best you can do. So I absolutely love, love, love uh, the book. I love the programs Brandon is doing and you're doing and you're managing partner off. I love your book, Prosper too. I must say, I started reading it at the moment you said yes, that we are going to record. And I was so, so positively surprised. I've read a lot of books, Randy. The questions are so simple and profound. It really got me to get to think about some stuff. And I was, I was really, really impressed by the book. So I would recommend anybody who wants to prosper and who wants to have the, not only the success, but also the great balance in their life to definitely pick up that book too. I mean, it's, it's like complimentary one to another, right? So I really, really love that. And uh, one of the things you said in Prosper in your book is what is the yardstick by which your life will be judged. And for me, that was like, it hit me, right? (laughs) The yardstick which your life will be judged because we all think we have so much time on this planet. We all think we might not be important enough to be on that stage, to write that book, to be that coach, to rise above uh, anything you, you think is impossible right now. But when you look at it, how do you want people to talk about you at the end of your life is, is just like mind blowing. For me, it's like how many lives. And, and again, I get, I get a little emotional about this, but it's just like at the end of the day, how many people's lives can I bless and, and be a light for? And whether that's on high performance or whether that's, you know, the way that we treat each other, um, I really think right now in our world, we need a lot more empathy. We need a lot more forgiveness. We need a lot more just, we need a lot more love and high performance. And you know what we, what Ethan and I write about, what Brendan and I do, it really is. If you give other people the benefit of the doubt, if you treat people as what they can become, they will become that person. Yeah. Um, my whole life is dedicated to producing, you know, the best content we can, the best learning that I can, trying to be the best example that I can. And I'm not, I'm far from perfect, far from perfect. And, but I'm, you know what the thing is, I'm fighting and I'm trying to do more and to be more. That I think is the, the what drives me the joys. It's like, I wake up every morning, I'm like, dude, what do I need to accomplish today? And who, what, what lives do I need to change? And so even when I got your email, I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump on here and do this because I want to share our message about high performance in the world. And these six habits can really make an impact on your personal life, on your business. If you're a, if you're a CEO, if you're an HR director, if you want to really grow a business, if you even want to just run your own solopreneur company, these strategies, if implemented, will make an impact. 100%. Yes, they will. Yes, I can, I can vouch for that. So is there anything that I didn't ask you, which you would like to share with our audience? 
You know, I think you, you asked me a question that I might not have answered is this like, you know, what drives me? And it really comes down to, um, really comes down to serving. And one of my favorite guys in the whole world, Brandon Steiner, always says, do as much as you can for as many people as you can, mm. as often as you can without expecting anything in return and watch what will happen to your life. Oh, that's amazing. So I think I will leave you with that is <laughs> think about the lives that you can impact. Think about the service that you can give to others and watch, watch what will happen in your life. Implement the six habits. And, uh, you know, I, I think that if you will do those simple things for me, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. And so make sure that you're stopping doing the things that aren't impactful and make sure that you're focusing on the things that will make the most difference and impact in your life and those that are around you. So. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I sometimes, you know, when you have a financial goal, you just turn it into how many people's lives are going to be touched and changed forever by that. And what is the ripple effect of that? Yeah. I love the ripple effect because we're all one and Oh my gosh, this interview was amazing. So value packed. So if people want to find out more about high performance habits or about you, because I've been following you, I always get so much positive energy. Only looking at your pictures, I'm just like, oh, that, that's that's so much fun. <laughs> so where where can people find you? Where can people find your book and, and the high performance habits? Yeah, they um, honestly, if everybody, you can just go to highperformanceinstitute.com. All right. Amazing. So I, I will add everything to the show notes. So I hope you leveled up and you know, you have to try and set it into action to actually make it work. So I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Randy. No, you're amazing. So you keep going and doing what you're doing. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student when you have a code. You should try to open the vault. And finally... The Y stands for you. This is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general. The one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper. And see you next week to level up again.